it's it's the show again. It's one shot, one it's, quill again. We did it. It's been a week. We made it. What is this? Like fifteen? Uh, I think it is fifteen. Yeah. We got our learner's permit as a podcast. Wow. Ben, can you learn me what it is we do? Fifteen uh, weeks on one shot, one quill. I'm Spencer, by the way. Can you learn me what it is we do? Uh, I'm Ben, by the way. Uh, yeah, we for fifteen. Everyone we- knows that. I say your name all the time, <laughs> incessantly. It's a tick. On the show, we brainstorm a tabletop RPG one shot by taking a random plot, two random items uh, that we roll for based off of listener suggestions. We mission mash them together, hopefully end up with something which you can then take, add some dungeons and some ed- enemies to, and run at your own table. Brilliant. What do you, why don't you roll us a uh, roll us a premise? We got we got 14 options this week. Yeah, um I think if I were to select a premise from our list, I'd probably go with uh 11. We get so many 11s on this show. I don't know what it is with this dice roller. I just I just think we're on a new new numbers game. I just think we got numbers all wrong. Um, and now whenever I play Catan, I'm just going to stake all my stuff on the 11 tiles. A wandering golem of any kind that is just walking, no matter what's in its direct path, it just keeps walking in one direction. Is that a premise? It is now. All right, so I got to... He would walk 500 miles, and he'd walk 500 more. What are two items? Uh, first, we got a three. A three out of 17. <sighs> God, I just... I just... I, I wish I had the power to j- just delete Jack's things. <laughs> but honor binds me. <clears throat> An updog. physically resembles a toy dog with a comical arrow body pointing upwards anyone who asks what's up dog permanently levitates into the sky at a supersonic rate (laughs) up dog our cursed item for this episode Uh, what's the other one a seven a seven juggler's motivation Four juggler balls that explode if dropped, each dealing 3d6 piercing damage, or half upon a dc15 dex save. That's up to 12d6 total if they drop all of them in a single juggling routine. So we got a golem that is ceaselessly walking forward. If I may tap into some inspiration from a beautiful DM... Um, that I've dated for uh, several, several more than a decade. Spencer, we um, haven't dated. Uh, there's a there's a spider giant mecha golem that, like clockwork, is just running over territory in this like giant woodland okay. area. So it's like and, a, uh, uh, some sort of you know wild, wild western thing. Yeah, it's just it's like a kooky, crazy uh, spaghetti western. Um, Will Smith. So say was this: in it. Will, will Smithy, will Smithies be destroyed by this giant crossing <laughs> golem? Who can say? Um, Tommy Lee Jones was he in that? <laughs> That's Men in Black. I think he's in everything Will Smith is in, as far as I can tell. <laughs> and it seems like it's a gin curse, right? Like he doesn't want to be there. <laughs> But he has to play along with Will Smith's antics in all these kooky, <laughs> crazy movies. He just wants to go home and watch Duck Dynasty, but fuck. <laughs> it's gotta be in another Men in Black. <laughs> so, 
this this giant golem is like marching through the land in a ceaseless line. It's going to run over the town. So the townsfolk have asked you, please, God, find a way to stop this golem before mm-hmm. it runs us over. Okay. Always great for a one shot because that eliminates the possibility of people being too safe, right? Mm-hmm. They can't long rest. They can't short rest. You're on time crunch. Now, I'm just I'm just going to hope Audacity can't pick up the sounds of the tornado from Wizard of Oz coming to take my apartment <laughs> away. Um, maybe you can use the updog to make the golem fly into the sky. But the question is, how do you get the golem to ask what's up, dog? Now, here's here's what I think. I think you've got to get someone who is like, maybe they're wearing plate armor or maybe it's a different golem. Uh, but you got to get them right underneath the uh, spider golem that's going to destroy the town with the up dog, then get them to say, what's up, dog? And then they go <laughs> through it like a bullet. <laughs> OK. All right. So it's a it's a noble uh, uh, applaudable, honorable sacrifice mm-hmm. this person's making, perhaps against their own better judgment. My wonder is, do you take. Maybe there's like a town simpleton. Um, oh, no, this feels wrong. So maybe there's, but it's got to be a real Dumbo. There's a real town oh, maybe, chuckle nuts. Maybe it's not like a, maybe it's like there's a guy who's, uh, you know, he always does the arm wrestling in the tavern and he thinks that he can withstand anything. So you're like, all right, put on this vaguely bullet shaped helmet. Go stand underneath the golem and say, what's up, dog? It's a pretty solid idea. I'm thinking, um, uh, what was our, holy shit, how did I, I, did I already forget what our other one was? Oh, Juggler's Motivation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the the four juggler balls that each of them does 3d6 if you drop it. 3d6 piercing if dropped. Okay, Jack, I'm just going to help you out here. 3d6 fire damage because they explode. Um, unless they're a fucking frag grenade. Um, <laughs> no, it's piercing. They turn into knives. Or are you juggling caltrips and you just don't know what caltrips are? And you're dropping them on your foot or something. Um, so the, the juggler's motivation, I'm just going to make an executive decision. These things are grenades and it, they explode on contact. I, I like that. So maybe Juggler's motivation here could be of some use. I'm thinking if if not a direct role in the story, Juggler's motivation could be one of several items being sold, including the updog, by a uh, conniving, miserly old merchant in town. This piece of shit knows that this item could very well save the town from the golem, but, I mean, that's also a captive market, and he's going he's gonna to upcharge all this shit. I don't. I I have to imagine he doesn't think that any of this stuff could save the town from the golem. <laughs> he just knows that these desperate people are going mm. to to you know pay for his ship because he's the only one that sells it. Yeah. Now, what if part of this quest is um, not accruing the gold necessary to buy the the crucial quest item from him, but instead just pulling a heist and beating him up or stealing his things? <laughs> now, Spencer, I. <laughs> Like, he's in the middle of town. Come one, come all. Take a look at my snake oil bullshit. This is an updog. It could propel a man at the speed of sound. It could... Your your muskets of lore could have nothing on this updog and what'll happen to you. 
Um, I think I think it has to be a heist because I don't like the idea of sanctifying stealing from this merchant by kicking his ass. I what's the difference, Ben? What's the difference in <laughs> stealing things in the middle of the night and beating him up in the afternoon and taking them from him? He's a miserly old man. Did I not make that clear? Don't we all want to beat up? Hello, you police? read? Yeah, I got him on ben, tape. Fucking liar. Yeah, telling I, me you did not listen to that uh, a Christmas tale with the three ghosts. Yeah, with And you the were like, God, ghosts. I wish I could. <laughs> Everyone knows how a Christmas carol goes. Where <laughs> Scrooge is a big old dick and three ghosts come into the middle of the night, kick his ass and steal all his money. If if they had bodies, they would have. I'm just saying they would have. The I mean, worst there, they could do is put chains on him. There is that one at the very beginning that pops out of his door to freak him out and tries to make him fall down the stairs and break his neck. Uh, that's not technically, like, concrete. You know, there's no evidence that that's what he was trying to do in the book. But 100%, that was the goal of the ghost. Was like, ah, I'm going to pop out of this door and he'll <laughs> fucking trip back down those stairs and then we'll give the gold to all the children. And then Scrooge gets up and says, ah, fuck. I got to call up the boys. We got to do something else. Plan B. <laughs> Plan B, let's turn his heart into gold instead of his I wallet. just refuse to believe draft one of that story wasn't, what if I had the orphan beat his shins in and then take all his money. He's a family. Nobody's going to come check on him when he doesn't show up for work tomorrow. Uh, but, 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 eating the rich another day. Um, I feel like we got a, a solid adventure here. Is there, like, any reason that the, the iron-headed man uh, who wins all the arm wrestling competitions, is there any reason that dude wouldn't? go along with this scheme is there some some bet you gotta win to win him over i think you've got to win uh you, you there's gotta be some show of strength he's not just going to do this for anybody that's uh, fair enough i, I don't that's think it's enough, an so. art wrestling competition because i think that's just a simple you know strength roll i don't think that's very interesting i think the party has to figure out a way to impress him physically by maybe, I don't know, uh, throwing a... Oiling up. <laughs> oiling up, throwing a table. Flexing. Uh, <laughs> kissing. He's pissing? never been kissed. <laughs> oh, I thought you said pissing. No. I thought you suggested a literal pissing contest. He's like, wow. Oh, well, let's You let's piss stronger this. than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> It's Call like, me a bullet. It's like an old-fashioned uh, uh, spitting contest, but it's just distance. And it's. Th this is actually out of game. You have to do this against the DM. Not not everybody um, talks about, when talking about feats of strength, not everyone talks about feats of prostate strength <laughs> and the force of piss. Wow. Wait, um, uh, one second. Incredible. I got to make a call. Uh, hey, yep. hey, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy Crawford, my good friend. Uh, what exactly is the <laughs> pissing stat? Yeah, what stat do they use for piss? He hung up on me. Uh, Fuck. We only get one of those calls a week. I know. And he makes me pay for them. Jesus. Well, let me, let me ask this then. Could the jugglers 
Could, could the, the juggler's training, the juggler's motivation, could these um, grenade juggling balls be an alternate solution to beating the golem? Like, I don't know if you deliberately fuck up your juggling check. Like, if, if you put these in the hands of the worst juggler in town and put him oh. underneath the golem. Oh, here's here's what you do, I think. You get underneath the golem with the uh, with the up dog and the juggling boys. Uh, and maybe you have to have already sent the strong man through. Uh, I think that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. And then you get up, you, you do the what's up dog, but you've got f- uh, legs of steel. Uh, and so you land on the bottom of the golem. Uh, without going through or shattering your femurs. That's important. Uh, (laughs) Then you walk over to where the guy has already made the hole and just start juggling, and they fall upwards because they're magic into the golem and explode, and then the golem's dead because it's been exploded from the inside. R.I.P. Juggler. R.I.P. Juggler. Both of our plans involve human sacrifice. <laughs> well, I don't think the juggler has to be the one who takes them. And maybe they can roll like a dex check to jump I, out of the way so it goes into the golem and explodes. I, I, I thought you were going to say he doesn't have to be human. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a gnome. Another, who gives a shit about them? On another note, though, if, say, your players are, I don't know, Baptists and they don't believe in murder, <laughs> uh, say... What if you had a, a fixture of this town at, like, the town center, or maybe on the outskirts of town, who the fuck knows? If you had a fixture of town, uh, which is this big old statue that's, like, blessed or magically imbued with uh, animated properties, and it's this, basically, the, the head of the statue is animated, and it can talk to you, and it makes frequent conversations, and it's it's kind of a gullible fuck. Like, it, it's a real, it's a real pip. He's trying his best, but... God, God, is he a, he's a dork. So maybe you could have the strongest man in town push our good statue boy under the path. Mm. You could have him say, what's up, dog? And you're firing a legit iron statue through this golem. And uh, the juggling balls, if you have someone who stands on the statue and juggles them, you can break it off of its plinth so that he can then push it out there. That's the one yes. that doesn't require sacrifice. Yes, that's our no-kill route. Alternatively, I think there's one more solution. You get the entire town to walk underneath the golem and all simultaneously say, what's up, dog? And Perfect. then they all lift up and them and the golem go into space. Perfect. Then there's uh, just a bunch of free real estate for you to take over. <laughs> That's the evil fable ending where you then get That's to the buy Scrooge all route. of the uh, all the houses and rent them out for exorbitant prices. That's your Scrooge evil percent route where no ghosts knocked him down the stairs. <laughs> where you send the ghosts to scare the shit out of the children. <laughs> to make them work harder. <laughs> oh... All right. Um, ben, what do we call this one? What about Igsy Bigsy Spider? <laughs> I kind of like Igsy Bigsy Spider because we've been running on the golem being a big spider man. Yeah. yeah. Igsy Bigsy Spider. I like it. Thanks again for choosing One Shot, One Quill, a fantasy tabletop podcast where hopefully we've given you enough ideas to uh, do all the hard work and come up with <laughs> mechanics for your game. Uh, ben, do you want to thank the people? 
Yeah, thanks to the people. Awesome. Yeah, the village people, um, those people without hats, the people Mm -hmm. at work, uh, foster the people. We the people. Oh, fuck them. Well, uh, if you're part of We the People or any other set of people and you want to send us suggestions for dog people. Uh, if you are part of one of these groups of people that Spencer people. keeps murmuring under Asian my outro, uh, uh, and you want to send us suggestions for items or prompts to use on the show, you can contact us uh, on Twitter at DNDPod. That's D-N-D-P-O-D. You know, I've always wondered if we should have another way to get in contact with us, but we don't. Um, so if you're not on Twitter, uh, I guess figure out Spencer's phone number. Like Andy knows. Uh, <laughs> Guess it. Guess away. <laughs> Here, I'll give you uh, one of the numbers. Mm-hmm. Three. So take that, figure out the other eight, uh, and figure out the order, and then you're well on your way. Uh, our theme song is El Tavera del Goulier by Morgan the Bard. Thanks to him. He yeah, won't ever know that we're using I just, it. How easy is it to change a phone number? <laughs> I just think I'm, I'm going to be doxxed is the thing. Doxxed? It's like on the internet. Fuck, they hung up on me too. <laughs> God. Is it too late to restart this one? No. Oh, okay. Welcome back to another episode of One Shot, One Quill. <laughs> <Episode. laughs> Fuck, I gotta restart my restart. Welcome back to...